0: In Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePetro Show. And at 12.06, 12.06 on this Wednesday, good afternoon, one and all, it is 1.00. You're listening to The John DiPietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. (coughs) Excuse me, folks. On um, What I'm telling you is probably the last normal day in Rhode Island. Probably the last normal day in Rhode Island. And that is, in fact, the fact that as of tomorrow, starting tomorrow morning, is if, and people wonder exactly how could the state maybe go off track a little bit? Well, we're about to find out. We're about to find out. This is the noon report, and we are live, and it is breaking news, as I am calling it. Good afternoon, by the way, to everybody tuning in. We do our live simulcast on Facebook. Good afternoon, one and all. I always like to see the various people. You can watch it with other people. You can interact with the program. Thank you. this our friend Fred and Pat Caudalessa. And I think, Linda, happy birthday to uh, our little friend Ryan there and uh, and everyone else, folks, that is tuning in. There's Denise and everyone. Uh, It's a happening. People that want to find out real news, find out what's happening. Folks, it is, in fact, the John DePietro Show in this portion of the program, on this final day of Rhode Island as you knew it. Because, and I'm not being overly dramatic, it's going to change. It's going to change starting tomorrow. I am not convinced it's for the better. Uh, tomorrow, Starting tomorrow, as if things aren't – it's almost like Governor McKee saying, how can I make things even more dangerous on the road? Oh, I know. I'll legalize cannabis. Uh, folks, this portion of the program, though, is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Christmas headquarters. They're there. Christmas season, certainly underway. You know, I stopped in there over the weekend. They have everything you need decorating your home. Balsam, Fraser fir, cut trees, three feet, uh, eight feet tall potted live trees, custom handmade wreaths, 10-inch, 60-inches in size. They have Christmas swag. They have mistletoe, hanging baskets, roping, cut greens, decorative pots, all kinds of original, unique Christmas crafts. Gift certificates are available. They're open seven days a week. And they have, you know, they do a very good, effective job by keeping their Facebook page, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, up to date. I'd put them one of the best. If you're a, a business or retailer, uh, um, you know, I, I think learning Facebook, how to use it properly, it doesn't happen overnight. I think some people are still sometimes business is a throne. How do I use it? But I'm, I'm going to touch on that in a moment. They do it very, very effectively, very, very well. And they also have custom-made birdhouses and sleighs from local artists. You know, if you want to give a gift that is unique in nature, that the person that receives the gift is not going to say, "Oh, I I I also I got two more just like it." Not happening when it's a custom-made from a local artist, both whether it's a birdhouse or a sleigh. And Firewood is available, pickup or delivery. Folks, it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. You're shopping local. The service is excellent. Family-run business. Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron, they do such a good job, folks. Stop in and see them. Well, everyone is buzzing about Depetro.com. And I mean everyone as uh, various people outside of, of Rhode Island are talking about it in in if you want to see what the the buzz is about number one we were at the state house last night for this homeless encampment which i'm going to touch on a little bit and um that and the latest on the rob mack case we have done more on that this uh former former star rob mcclanahan bishop hendrick and grad although he was uh behind me and um he, he certainly has some legal challenges, to put it mildly. But you can read all about it at uh, the website, dipetro.com. That is, for those that are interested in the case, um, and I'm going to touch on that, but um, check out dipetro.com. Folks, which is brought to you by the Inn, Rhode Island tradition since 1977. Lunch, dinner, or drinks in a lounge, a great meal. They're waiting for you at the Coincident. You know, I'll touch on, <coughs> excuse me, I'll touch on the Rob Mack case just for a moment. Because I've had um, various individuals that know him reach out. Again, I don't expect everyone to know about it. I can tell you this is um, for a lot of people that are not that familiar with um, our our legal system, our judicial system. This is going to be, you know, a little bit of an education for them. These things do. You know, people are asking me what is in court again. I said, I think twenty twenty four. I mean. The legal process, it, if anything you learn, it doesn't, it does not move quickly. For example, our ski mask man, right, uh, that assaulted myself in Ladybug back in August. He, he is not expected to be in court until next spring, almost a full year to when that happened. <coughs> and that's a felony assault and so forth. So that doesn't mean it's going to be resolved then. That's just mean. To how long? So, as far as the Rob Mack case, and I, I did, um, you know, and I, I don't fault friends and people that have known him and people that are trying to help him out and, you know, trying to make sense of the whole thing. But listen, I, and I want to repeat what what I've said. You know, this whole business, and I, uh, whenever people say this, to me, it's an example of people that don't fully follow the news or understand the system. This business of, if I hear it one more time, oh, I thought innocent until proven, he he has not been convicted of anything. He has not been proclaimed guilty. That is in a, a court of law. Listen, he hasn't been convicted of anything, and they still set bail standards for him. And he hasn't been convicted of anything. That is our system. I recognize a lot of times people don't fully understand our system because they get to go through- various, you know, parts of their life and they don't pay attention or for whatever reason, it's just they have other interests. But no, he he is. But the judge even said, you know, uh, GPS on him and he's not allowed to travel outside of Rhode Island except to go. He can only go to Massachusetts or Boston, my understanding is to meet with his attorney. So this business of, well, I thought innocent. Well, he is innocent until proven guilty under the law. It doesn't mean people are not discussing the case that parts of the case have been made public, not all of it, by the way. They haven't shared all their evidence. They will share all their evidence. They will share all their evidence, you know, as it goes along. They have to show, and I'm not trying to put on a, a legal clinic here, but they 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 have to share whatever evidence that they get with with his attorney and, and so forth. So uh, the um, so he is without question. You know, he hasn't been convicted of anything. However, you know, the judge immediately put some um, some bail restrictions on him. And that what here's the part I want to get to. And and again, I, I'm gonna move on, but I, I wanna just make a note of it. Uh, when I when I have encountered people like this, it it is um, in the very beginning, they they are charged up. It's almost like a, a team. You know, in the first inning, so to speak, or in the very beginning of the game, everybody's pumped. Or a team in the beginning of the season, right? A baseball team. We're going to the World Series. And then as the season goes along, everyone says, all right, well, maybe maybe, maybe we'll make the playoffs. Uh, I have encountered people like this. They always start off, we're going to take it on. We're going to beat it. Are you kidding me? I'm walking free. They, everybody starts off that way. But then, you know, time starts to go on. And it's, it's not fun, as I have interviewed and dealt with people that have been in the, um, in the legal system. And sometimes it can take a long time, and it totally throws off. As some, one person described to me, it was, his, it, was, it was his life, and this is a complete different individual, and it goes back over 10 years. But he described it as, as it was his life leading up to what happened and then his life after what happened. And it was a completely different life. So this will be a long it'll be a long road. I I, I don't I would be surprised it's possible next fall there could be some kind of a trial here. It's possible. Tend to think a lot of times these things take even longer, but it's possible. But certainly it's not in the next thirty to sixty days or anything like this. The the justice system. There is um just in Rhode Island. There was the, the young girl, and I, uh, Lauren, I know the mother, who she was allegedly murdered at the hands of her boyfriend. And that was the Marapisi kid. Uh, that was before COVID. That was in, I'm pre, I'm pretty sure that was 2019. They still haven't gone to trial yet. Still haven't gone. And that's a murder. That was 2019. I'm pretty pretty sure it was 2019. Still haven't gone to trial yet. I, that was not that was then not going on like during COVID and so forth. So, and and this is where you know we have a month left. Tomorrow's December first, and then we're going to enter into 2023. So maybe that will be on the docket. Now that guy's been locked up the entire time, so it's different. I'm just trying to point out the example to people that as they say, the wheels of justice do not move rapidly. They do not move rapidly. And then depending on the complexity of the case. I'm just, you know, using um, my my experience with that. You know, if you remember, um, you know, it, it is true, Mayor Cianci, right? He, he went on trial in April of 2002. He was indicted in the spring of 2001 it was a year later but he was also a mayor it was a federal case literally um it's it's a little bit of a well it's a it's actually very different but listen tomorrow we'll talk to our legal expert attorney tim dodd uh, and let him weigh in on that but i just want to i'm getting still getting a lot of questions from people i don't mind answering people don't know people don't always pay attention um, people ask me, you know, when will the trial be? Are You going to cover the trial? I mean, I, who, who, who? Let's 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 wait and see what year it's going to be. So I, I I don't I don't foresee it's going to be any time next year. So who knows? Let's let, let's wait and see until if there even is a trial. By the way, many, many as you know, m- most of the time these things never go to trial. <clears throat> so um, but there's plenty to read about that on the website. Which is uh, depetro.com. Whenever people get jammed up in this way, and people, you know, I say, let, let's see where they are a year from now. So, yeah, everybody starts off. It's like, yeah, let's see where they are in the third inning. Let's see where they are in the fourth inning. Everybody starts off. Yeah, I'm going to walk. I'm going to beat it, blah, blah. But, yeah, everybody starts off that way. And then it's it's a grind. You know, your your life has been upended. You can't earn any money. You can't go anywhere. Um it's uh, it's a it's a different type of challenge for the individuals. It is, <clears throat> folks. This portion of the program is brought to you by Matthews Energy Company. Now, I want to remind people, you know, with the Matthews Energy Company, they can help you save money as far as electricity and natural gas. Local utilities are going up, as we all know. Call Matthews Energy Company today. They're based in Cranston, four zero one nine four two. 7500 if you mention this program say i am a follower of Juan. you start with a 50 dollars credit they'll help you save money with electricity and natural gas matthews energy company call them today it's worth the phone call 401-942-7500 free consultation for generations helping people save money with their energy costs 401-942-7500 well folks Visit the website, as I mentioned, to petro.com. Uh, we have a lot of different stories up, including, I, I'll, I'll mention, you know, we were at the State House last night that I, I, I just don't understand what's happening there. This, <clears throat> this is insanity, what is happening with the state. I also don't hear anyone calling out the other side. It's all band-aid approaches. Do you notice that? Everything's a band-aid. No one fixes anything. Everything's always just like a, a band-aid. But check it all out on the website, to petro.com which is brought to you by Burke's Martial Arts. Jake Burke, he's the real deal. Self-defense, fitness, martial arts. If you're into that or if you wanna be into that, if you log on to Petro.com, you can click through and we have a, a link there and it'll bring you to everything that Jake offers. He's located at 880 Eddy Street, Providence, right off of 95, right down the street from the hospital. And yes, it's the same. It's an at Atomic Kickboxing, which is big. Hey, listen, folks, people are so off the rails Um, You want to make sure self-defense, fitness, and martial arts, and kickboxing. uh, Take your pick at Burke's Martial Arts. So as I mentioned last night, you can see the video, I was at the State House. Now, Governor McKee is going to do the tree lighting. I I don't know what exactly the governor is supposed to. This whole business in the past, they didn't allow people to camp out at the State House. And then last fall, when Matt Brown and Cynthia Mendez, the progressive collaborative, when they went there to try to draw attention, which they did, the state police and the Capitol Police, they were about to remove them and say, you can't camp out here on the grounds of the state house." You know, I remember after 9-11, after September 11th, there was an effort to start to protect all state property state offices government property that's when you first started to see the sheriffs in front of the courthouses in front of the federal buildings and one of the things there were people prior to uh 9-11 they were camping out tents at the Rhode Island State House I never liked that look I think it looks terrible that's supposed to be our house even though there's no parking and I think they discourage people from going there but um but I, I I remember it because the Providence Journal interviewed one of the people that had been sleeping there, and because of September 11th, they said, "Hey, we have to really lock down the state house. You can't sleep in a tent here." So the Providence Journal followed this guy, and they said, "Well, where are you going to go now?" And he said, "Oh, I'm going to go stay in my sister's garage. I think it was even in Woonsocket." So, in other words, <clears throat> he had a place to stay. I didn't say it was, you know, the Ritz. I didn't say it was, you know, the equivalent of staying at Castle Hill. But he had a place to stay. I don't know what the relationship was with him and his sister, but she then was gonna let him live in the garage. But these so last fall, when Cynthia Mendez was there, suddenly the McKee people were like, Oh, this is a sitting state senator, and we're gonna state police, capital police, kick her out. The McKee people, surprise, surprise, folded. And let them stay there in tents, and then it became you know the sleep out of of last early winter, so now they 're back and as I mentioned in the first hour there 's a world of difference of you know the homeless used to be you 'd see the cardboard boxes now what a lot of uh, the progressives and do gooders do is they actually donate these very expensive tents uh like for instance you go to like bass um fishing and you know some of these people they're in tents that cost over 1000 out on the west coast some of the homeless they have tents that are worth like 2500 bucks they'll they'll last you know for 20 years so so it's a different it's a different element to it another thing is with the tents for instance, if you saw the video last night where uh, I was at the Statehouse and speaking with one of their advocates, and then if you haven't seen it, it is on depetro.com. But, you know, the thing about the tents is you can't, t- you don't know if there's someone in there. Some of those tents are really small. There's single person tents, there's double tents, and then one of them is, uh, looks like a tent in M.A.S.H., right? If you ever remember the program M.A.S.H. where they, they lived in tents, but then they set them up and they were like long term. So, And my point about that is you can't tell if there's someone in there or there's no one in there. So the McKee people, I don't know what the resolution is, but there's several things about this. I'm going to say I think the McKee people have done a lousy job with the um, it's it's really comes down to a PR battle regarding these individuals, because uh, as I was mentioning, and I've been mentioning, and I don't see anyone else locally talking about this, but the word homeless is evolving now. The word homeless, and I think the administration has done a lousy job articulating that, and I also think the media has done a lousy job articulating that. The fact of the matter is, you know, if you saw any of last night, and again, I've covered this for a while, these are not individuals that want to live in a shelter. So by adding all these shelter beds, you're not, I, and I don't claim to have all the answers, but they're, they're, you're not solving anything. People that are trying to study the problem and solve the problem out on the West Coast, and that is that is a crisis. San Francisco, um, Los Angeles especially, right, 70,000, think of that. You could, in Los Angeles, you could fill Foxborough Stadium, Gillette say you could fill that with homeless people. I mean, that's how many there are. But here's the thing <clears throat> they're not all. What is homeless? Someone gets evicted. Many, time, many times, they are individuals that have substance abuse problems and their family kicked them out, right? I mean, I, I've heard of that. I, I've dealt with some elements of this. There are people that develop drug problems. They're stealing from their family members. They're stealing with whoever. They've burned every bridge possible. No one will let them in. So now they are forced to just be on the street, <clears throat> which should be a last resort. But a lot of them, they, they actually then you have the people who, they just figure they're gonna manage. They're gonna get by day to day. And in the good weather, it's not so bad, right? Most of them are getting some kind of money. Some of them panhandle. It's all about then drugs, booze, what have you. Um, they all have phones. When I've covered them, they all have phones. But I, I think, and as I was saying in the first hour, the, I think you have to differentiate those that there's a fire as a result of someone's home burns down or out. You have a family that has nowhere to go, right? Or you have people that sometimes say they've been living out of their car. There are people like that, by the way. But there's... Um, I know that there was um, Planet Fitness. They have a membership. You pay each month. You can go to any Planet Fitness. And I know in a a suburban location, there was, and he wasn't old. I think he was like 30. He was a male. He was living in his car. He was a member at Planet Fitness. So he would go in and use their shower, use their bathroom. In the wintertime, stay warm, just stay inside Planet Fitness all day. They can't kick out a member. <clears throat> you know, just it's almost like an excuse to loiter. Um, I, I'm unaware if they ever said to him, "Hey, hey, you don't seem to be working out." He might just say, "I'm taking a break. I'm going to work out, I'm stretching." But th- there are people that they, they live in a vehicle, they find places where they can keep their things shower. People give them things, uh, and they, they just kind of get by. And, and I, I don't think we've adapted to what we're going to do about those individuals, because they're not working. They don't have money for, um, they don't have money for rent. They probably have barely enough money for gas to keep the car going. I've interviewed them sometimes. They they get mail at a relative home, but they don't stay there for various reasons. I don't. Most of them they don't have a, like a PO box, uh, but they definitely get their monthly. A lot of them they get some kind of a monthly. They're disabled, some disability, and then as a result of that they get some kind of a monthly stipend. It's not a lot. Uh, they know where to go to get free food. They know where they can go to take a shower, what have you. But the Viki people I all this stuff about shelters now they want our pallets the The problem with many of these people is it's it's not it, it, it's not I just need this until I can get a job and get up on my feet. I, most of the people that I've seen and talked to people they're 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 not looking to get into the workforce and that's why i say we we have to make a decision just how we're going to treat these people what are we going to do with these people because it's it's becoming more and more and larger and larger it is a form of socialism that's that's what happened with venezuela eventually it crashes that's not the way our system is designed it's not your imagination it's not fear you know people that list, that work save their money do all the things and now you have these group of people and Bernie Sanders—it's—it's it's really the um, the squad in the far progressive left agenda, which is those who choose not to work. They need to, you know, their proposal is you give them monthly money, a place to live. It's nothing luxurious, gets them by, and and that's the direction that. And in Rhode Island, it's a major problem because. The pool of people falling into that is getting larger and larger. I think it's actually, and folks, good afternoon at 1230. You're listening to The John DiPietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. By the way, Facebook Live, Cranston PD Live returns tomorrow night. We're back out. Tomorrow night's episode three of Cranston PD Live. We are right there in the car uh, with the Cranston police. Last last week's numbers did Fantastic. Um, it's live, it's unscripted, it's on Facebook, and then um, it's Cranston PD Live with The Chosen One, and that's happening uh, episode three. I think we're going to do it once a week, maybe more, but at least once a week, and that will be um, tomorrow night. But I, I think it's sad when you see these these young people, they're 28, 30 years old, and they, they've already like thrown in the towel, they're, they're you know they're gonna get longer out of the workforce. They're just it, it it's such it's such a colossal waste. And I think there's a lot of enablers, these people that maybe mean well. Um it, it's just um horrific with what is what is going on. Um oh my goodness. Wow. Hmm well, wow. Oh, boy. Hmm. Wow. All right. Someone just sent me. I'm going to touch on that. An assistant principal was stabbed by uh, by a student at a Providence High School. An assistant principal was stabbed by a student at Central High School in Providence. Assistant principal, Bob DiMuccio, was stabbed after a fight broke out. The student is in custody. Well... You know, where is, and I'll touch on that, but uh, we, we, what about, about Tiara Mack? What about Black Lives Matter? What about the, um, who's the socialist, David Morales? What about all of these progressives that were arguing to get uh, counselors, not cops, that wanted the police out of the schools? What about them? Where's the responsibility with them? None, these people don't take any responsibility, and the media, as I said, give them a total free pass. So now you have an assistant principal stabbed by a student in Providence, horrible, terrible. That system is broken, and the union is going to war, and the media is playing right along with it. What's happening right now in the Providence school system is just completely a disgrace, and the media is broken. As the media just acts like a puppet and is printing anything that the union puts out, anything that the union puts out, they then just, you know, I'm looking at the Channel 10 website. Providence teacher union leaders call mayor's recommendation publicity stunt. Why are you publishing that? Why are you publishing that? Why is that happening? Why are you, what do you mean? How is that news? All you're, they're doing is being a platform for the teachers union. Publicity stunt. What about the press conference they had yesterday? Um, I, I am so tired of these people that just go to war on the police. You know, last night, how about a man stole a car with a three-year-old inside? By the way, I'm I'm really mad that I missed that story. But, um, but this business of the media just acts as. Why are they printing press releases that the union is pointing out? There are people that are trying to fix the school system, and the union goes to war against anybody that tries to fix it. You're on the sidelines the moment you step into the fray and try to fix the Providence schools. Uh, suddenly then they just start to attack wow that is terrible assistant principal stabbed so a friend of his thank you for that sent me that his uh friend who's an assistant principal was just stabbed well we where are you know how come senator mack who gets the free pass from the media right the hard-hitting questions what's your favorite donut um, how long have you been playing rugby? Nothing like. Do you feel responsible when you're telling kids not to cooperate with the police? Do you feel any responsibility that when there's a shooting or a murder, and you tell <coughs> encourage your constituents not to say anything? Don't you? Do, don't you find that reprehensible? No, nothing like that, folks. Right now, twelve thirty-five. And I will talk about the cannabis stuff in just a moment. This part of the program is brought to you by AtMed Treatment Center. Now, AtMed Urgent Care, excuse me, AtMed Urgent Care. If you haven't heard about it, ATMED, so many of you have been going in. And I receive email, and they hear from people, two locations, AtMed Urgent Care, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston, and also 5750 Post Road East Greenwich, AtMed Urgent urgent care. What are they for? Specializing in ambulatory medicine. They provide immunization, sports and school physicals. Diverse, wide-ranging at-med, at cost-efficient health care alternative to a hospital-based emergency room where you're going to wait for hours. Not with at-med urgent care. The next time it's an emergency, they're open seven days a week. They have doctors and nurses. I have been to both locations. Both times I was seen in less then 30 minutes at Med Urgent Care right in the Atwood Medical Center, Atwood Avenue in Johnston and 5750 post Roadie's Greenwich, across from Felicia's. Walk in routine, urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic and trauma. uh, Adult vaccinations, drug testing, at Med Urgent Care. Mononuclear, antibody infusions for those that have COVID. And there are a lot of people that have COVID. I know of uh, someone, not to drop any names, but one of our followers, had COVID, went to Atmed Med Urgent Care and received just that, the mononuclear antibody infusions and felt better right away. At Med Urgent Care, the next time it's an emergency. So tomorrow is the big day. Tomorrow is if they really need to do it, is when uh, suddenly uh, cannabis, as they will be in fact legal. Let's see, I received this email or message. One, Recreational weed in Rhode Island is a boon to the one de Pedro show. Now you can expand your regular food reviews to include munchy stops. Vertical market integration. Well, I like that. Thank you, Miguel. Uh, folks, that's certainly something we're going to look at. But in tomorrow, I will be out. They open at, I think they open at 8 o'clock. And one of them has a World War II veteran. He's ninety-six, and they've designated that he is gonna be the first customer in Rhode Island, however they're tying that in, or whatever that means. Cause we all know that's not the norm, right? So they want to look at this. A ninety-six year old World War II vet is gonna do a wake and bake and since it's legal now. I am just telling I'll tell you what I feel first of all for all of us. Because the roads are going to get that more dangerous. You need to understand police, not that police have been aggressively going after it. But there's certain parts of um, around us certain parts of the city and the state that you'll really start to notice it. In the wintertime, I don't know people are outside as much. I mean, I think people will really start to notice it. You go to the beach next you know, summer when the warm weather hits. Uh, um, and there's going to be, if, if you're not familiar with it, you'll, you'll start to become familiar with it. But th- this is, I mean, is there anyone, I, I get the whole thing that it's about tax revenue for the state. Oh yeah. Cause they're going to treat the tax revenue in such a responsible way. So I get that. I fully get that Massachusetts um, it's already legal in Mass, So I I fully understand that. There's billboards up in Rhode Island and people can drive right over the border to whether it's Rentham, excuse me, um, well, Rentham, but also more, more I was going to say Attleboro or Rehoboth. And, and they have where you can buy it, quote, recreational marijuana. But I, I'm just saying, I mean, if there's, if there's a state that, that We're gonna be impacted more by it. I mean it's this one. If you think the roads have been dangerous leading up to this, it's about to go to another level. I think it is. And I also wonder about some of the recent accidents of late. You know, it's it's not your imagination. I was having this conversation with the first responder and he and he was saying, you know, do you notice the the amount of vehicles that are going into buildings and houses? And it's someone that you know, tracks this stuff. I I agree, It, it seems very unusual. I mean, we've seen, I think you all, everyone can relate. Sometimes you see different reasons why there's, quote, an accident. But there seem to be more and more where cars are flipping over, you know, car, vehicle into a house, into a building. It just, I you know and it's during the day it's not a nighttime thing so I I think they're not thinking that it's alcohol they test them many times for alcohol they don't have alcohol in the system I think they just zoned out or maybe they took an edible and it hit and the next thing they know they drive into a house or whatever it may be but if there's if there's one state that's going to be impacted by it, I think it's going to be a big weekend of accidents. I do. Because I, I it's, the, it's also the first of the month. So all those people that get their first of the month money, where do you think that money is going to go towards? I think we know where that's going to go towards. But we'll be out tomorrow. I have two dispensaries. We're planning a Facebook Live to capture it. I think we are... Um, I think everyone needs to buckle up. I think we're in for a for a rough ride here. I also we we have to determine. I mean, I already know the answer to this and I don't take any joy in saying it, but but you know, Ashley Kailis wasn't the perfect candidate, right? Obviously. If anything, she left as I've said, she left a lot on the table. There were many different issues that I believe she could have gone after that would have resonated with the voters. Governor McKee was despite what the vote total shows he was not this overwhelmingly favored governor. I mean he lost day of voting to the primary to Helena folks. The only reason he is the governor right now was because of the union ballot harvesting during the primary. That's that's the only reason. Our our elections are so blanked up now. It's it's ludicrous. The way our elections are are treated, but and in the general, he was so angry at Ashley Kalis, Governor McKee, and hated her so much, which came out, by the way, in that Ed Fitzpatrick Boston Globe, which was one of my highlight favorites of the whole campaign when he starts really giving it to Ed Fitzpatrick, who kept his cool, by the way. But Governor McKee wanted to run up the score keep going, keep going, pound it out, pound it more, more mail ballots, more early voting, collect as many, many ballots as possible. It became really personal with him and ran up the score. But he is on the verge the next four years, he is going to fully convert the state as if it needs any help, but into a complete welfare. I mean, it just is. We're, we're, We're just a couple of years away where there's going to be far more people that that don't work than actually work, right? The balance, the number of people that are reliant on state services, government services, it just keeps getting higher and higher. There's more people that are just dependent on the system. And I, I think under Governor McKee, it's, it's like a seesaw. It's actually going to tip. But now there's actually going to be more people that are dependent and not working. And then those that do work, those that choose to work will be then supporting all these layabouts, all the goal breakers. Right? As if, as if everybody is disabled. Like it's so ludicrous. This past summer when we were doing a lot of Facebook Live, I interviewed one of those people. And she's quote homeless. She could work. She can't live anywhere because she's a thief. And she steals from people. So they don't allow her to stay in in, in their home. She's she has mental problems. She drinks a lot, takes drugs. That doesn't help with her. Certainly doesn't help the mental condition. But she's perfectly physically able to work. Many of these people could hold a job. They, they decide not to. They decide uh, that's for everybody else. It's not the most glamorous lifestyle, but you know, I'm just going to enjoy myself. So then it falls to us to, to take care of them. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, you know, that is how they are operating. For those that work, for those that have pride, for those that want to use their God-given talents, for those that want to succeed in life, one of the things you need is a solid path for your financial well-being. And a way you can do that is to sit down with our guy, Tom Bryan ameriprise financial do you know for over 125 years ameriprise financial has provided advice for clients unique goals helped millions of americans straighten out their financial situation and also retire on their terms when they want where they want doing what they want ameriprise financial advisor tom bryan remains true to the vision, puts clients first, ready to help you get where you want to be today and in the future. Folks, on this Wednesday, final day of November, this is something you do for yourself. Now, I'm, Juan is delivering because I am offering a free consultation. Sit down with our guy, Tom Bryan. As I call him, he's like the Bill Belichick of financial advisors. Call right now, 401-434-1510. 434-1510, offices located 400 Massoit Avenue in East Providence. Listen, it's really simple. You want to sit down with someone that does this for a living, who can put you on the right path in a one-on-one relationship. It's, it's a free consultation. At least bounce. This is something you do for yourself, for yourself and your family, your spouse. Maybe set up an appointment for your children. Tom Bryant, Ameriprise Financial Advisors, 401-434-1510. Office is located 400 Massoy Avenue in East Providence. Listen, it's worth the free consultation. Pick his brain. Bring in all your forms. Show where you are, where you want to be, and help him help you get there, right? Just like in Jerry Maguire. Help me help you. Help me help you. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial Advisors, 401-434-1510. So Providence does have, by the way, have been, uh, let me just touch on Providence for a moment. Right now, Providence, the crime rates at an all-time low. Do you know this year that there have been nine homicides in the city? Providence police, it's, the problem is, to me, it's not there. And as much as, say what you want about Mayor Lorza, he is leaving office with a very, very low crime rate, very, very low crime rate. I believe in Providence that uh, incoming Mayor Brett Smiley, he has a real opportunity to turn around the city. He has a real opportunity to turn around the city uh, by, if anything, by improving, obviously, both allowing the police to be the police, and then the biggest thing is going to be within the school system. Um, it, it's a problem. The idea that we're not going to fix the Providence schools, and instead we're just going to bring in all these charter schools, it, it's like it's like an end around. It's, um, it is, they, they're not fixing anything, they're just saying, we're going to offer all of these types of charter schools for parents and students that really want to learn, right? Like that's what it truly comes down to. So uh, so Mayor Smiley, incoming mayor of Providence, Providence, it's. It, it, I'm looking at a headline right now with Channel Six. Police prepare for a big turnout on first day of adult marijuana sales in Rhode Island. They're going to be able to keep it out of the schools. All right. So even with all the parents, they're going to buy it. They're going to bring it home. You know, we're going backwards here because. This business of, all right, so I like this. Look at this. World War II veteran to make first legal purchase of recreational marijuana in Rhode Island. I mean, what is this? He's also the grandfather, oh, of the Slater Center CEO. Okay. All right. Well, then that's fine. Joe Marrier. So... (laughs) Going to serve medical cannabis patients along with offering adult-use cannabis and cannabis products. I mean, I, again, it's fine. Rhode Island becomes the 19th state to legalize recreational marijuana. Under the law, possession, home-growing of pot will be legal for anyone 21 or over in the state. Listen, it's bad for your lungs. Um, I, I, I'm not going to frown. Anyone that wants to do it, I get it. I mean, it's completely different than it was Whatever. Thirty years ago, forty years ago, I fully get that, but it's it still. And I get that a lot of people feel it cur it cures all their aches and pains. It it it's still. This is we have to decide what type of state we're going to be, and and one of the states that we're that we're turning into is is just this business of of a drug induced welfare state. I mean, that's the only way to. To describe what's what's been happening and is about to happen, so you know we're we're talking about they've this whole business of smoking and teaching kids how smoking is bad, and let me tell weed in the lungs is not going to be helping anybody run faster. Now, I'm also seeing Cranston Street Armory will now be a warming station. As the number of tents outside the State House grows, the Cranston Street Armory will be a warming station. Governor McKee's opening a 24 hour warming station in the Cranston Street Armory where people living on the streets can go during the winter. The vision for this project is to serve as a temporary low barrier option, safe indoor space for vulnerable people. The warming station will be open as soon as possible through april 15th <laughs> the armory announcement comes as more than 20 people without homes continue to live out in tents outside the state house that's not solving anything this is all just until the weather warms up and then you can all just live in tents outside you can't have these people living in tents outside <clears throat> all right so Tomorrow, you're going to have Greenleaf Compassion Care Center in Portsmouth opens. You're going to have, let's see, another place, Mother Earth Wellness in Pawtucket. I think we're going to do a live stream outside of there tomorrow morning. That's right off of 95. You also will have the Slater Compassion Center in Providence. I think we're going to do a live stream out there. Tomorrow's Weed Thursday. And then tomorrow night, we're out with the Cranston Police. That is right near the main post office. Then also, this one I didn't know about. RISE is in Warwick, formerly the Summit Medical Compassion Center. That's so Jefferson Boulevard in Warwick. So that will get a lot of the crowd from Warwick, Cranston, Coventry, North Kingstown. That one should do pretty good business. And then this one I don't know about. How about, so there's also one opening in Central Falls. That's it. That's it. So, people in Narragansett. Now, again, I don't know the situation in Connecticut, but that one in Warwick could end up doing big business. And then Pawtucket Pratt. Listen, they're all going to be doing bustling business. Were you kidding me? Plus, it's the first of the month. Tomorrow is going to be a day for the ages. Tomorrow is like a hot. They might as well make tomorrow a holiday in Rhode Island, as everyone is going to be weeded up. I, I don't. I'm going to repeat. I, I mean, I just don't think it's positive. Uh anyone that knows someone that has kind of gone off the track uh because of a, a drug or alcohol problem, this is there's just gonna be more of it. And you know, I, I remember, you know, there were kids in high school who they liked drinking beer. And then they said, I want something harder. Right? So then they started drinking whiskey and vodka, and they develop a drinking problem. Well, the same thing does happen. As far as you have the kids that say, yeah, I liked getting high, but I want to try something harder. And then they hear about someone that did whatever, mescaline or acid. And then someone saying, yeah, we did coke last night. And then, like right now in Rhode Island, that's not helping anyone by having these, quote, safe injection centers. We're going to test your heroin. We're going to make sure it's safe. We want you to be comfortable. We'll help you shoot it at that. That's you're, – you're not uh, – um, there was a good article in the New York Times about it, and someone who was a heavy user said, every time now that, and it was a woman that said, I'm trying to quit. They almost entice me back with these safe injection centers. I, I, again, I don't profess to have all the answers, but I, I don't see where that's working. Look who we're attracting. Safe injection centers, uh, free housing for those who choose not to work. Now, weed is legal tomorrow. I, I, they, they, we're going into a very different ocean state. Put it that way. Folks, this portion of the program of the John DiPietro Show on this Wednesday, it's you by Propane Plus. Hey, remember, Propane Plus in Rhode Island. Call them. Heating and cooling for all your propane needs at 401-885-4209. 401-885-4209 in Massachusetts, 508 two five two thirty three fifty nine three generations they're available 24 seven for service and delivery online billing receive a free safety inspection propane plus tim johnson and family you can also log on they have a very user-friendly website it's propaneplus.com heating and cooling you just put in your zip code residential commercial boom and you can be a customer propane plus for all your propane needs 401 885 4209 well folks good afternoon by the way i want to mention that was um fantastic that the us defeated iran yesterday as they like to be called um i i first i wasn't watching the world cup in the very beginning and it's also it's not your imagination it's normally held in june into july but they they moved it up. I don't fully understand the whole thing. But um, it was uh, again it, as long as you're not looking for a lot of scoring. But it, it's, it's 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 a different game. It's a different experience. It's live. It's unscripted. We don't know how it's going to turn out. I, um, I I did enjoy. I watched you know most of that. Um, something that I also watched is I tried. Two things I'm very disappointed with is, I I mean, I know people like Yellowstone. I I don't like the new season. I don't like it at all. And that new Sylvester Stallone show, also that's streaming, Tulsa King. I, I, I mean, I maybe, I don't know if I'll give it another chance. I tried. I found it to be unwatchable. I mean, I gave it like. 15 minutes maybe, I know one of the characters, actors in the show, he was on Silicon Valley. Um, I wanted to kind of like it, but I found Tulsa King unwatchable. I think Yellowstone, I just get tired of these fights between um, Beth and Jamie. I, I don't like the two of them, like enough of this. You're grown sibling adults. Almost yelling back and forth all this drama all the threats i mean the show is wildly popular and now you know kevin costner's the governor as john dutton but maybe you know sometimes you have to give shows a chance or maybe a lot of times in the very beginning they um they the, the show can be off because they just haven't gotten back into their characters and so forth but kind of found it um Disappoint, disappointing so maybe i'll but again there's also a lot going on between football and i finished watching the crown season five which was very very good the woman that uh, played the queen this season in the crown was spectacular it was very very good and it's all building up to the diana crash they also entered into the uh, series of the crown her uh, father-in-law who bought Harrods, who was very successful, Muhammad uh, Faid, and then the, the guy, his son, Dodi, who was always pushing him to try to marry up. And they're just getting into it. So um, so that's good. Sometimes I see people looking for recommendations on things. Crown Season 5 was, fancy. It was really, really good. It was excellent. And it's not easy to keep that um, momentum going. And then we'll have to wait to see just how badly the Will Smith film bombs this weekend because it will bomb. No one's going to the movies anymore. No one is coming. And I say that as someone I used to love to go to see a film. And it's just people just aren't doing it anymore. All right, folks, here's what we're going to do. It's 1259. We will be doing Facebook Live later. Next hour is radio only. We still have a lot of sound to get to. David Cicilline also trying to make a power move. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break. For the 1 o'clock news, we have another full hour to go right here. WNRI, Socket. W260DC.